You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. Today's passage in the Epistle Project will be 2 Corinthians 11, 1 through 15. Paul writes this, I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me. For I feel a divine jealousy for you, since I betrothed you to one husband, to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. But I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Indeed, I consider that I am not in the least inferior to these super-apostles. Even if I am unskilled in speaking, I am not so in knowledge. Indeed, in every way we have made this plain to you in all things. Or did I commit a sin in humbling myself? so that you might be exalted, because I, preach the go- because I preach God's gospel to you free of charge? I robbed other churches by accepting support from them in order to serve you. And when I was with you and was in need, I did not burden anyone, for the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied my need. So I refrained and will refrain from burdening you in any way. As the truth of Christ is in me, this boasting of mine will not be silenced in the regions of Achaia. And why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do, and what I am doing I will continue to do in order to determine the claim of those who would like to claim that in their boasted mission they work on the same terms as we do. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise in his servants also. They disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. As we've mentioned over and over again in this book, Paul's defending himself himself against the, the false apostles that were influencing the Corinthian church. He actually calls them in verse 5. He uses, he uses sarcasm, as Paul often does, in verse 5, and calls them super apostles. I'm not in the least inferior to these super apostles. So he's comparing his... His apostolic uh, preaching and shepherding and pastoral care uh, with the false super apostles. And what I want to point out is how how the super apostles work and really how Satan works. Satan is mentioned twice in this passage. And Paul is looking at the false teaching that the Corinthians are starting to listen to. And he attributes it to really coming from Satan himself. And I want you to notice verse 3. Paul writes this, I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. There's a lot at stake for Paul. He, in a number of places in this book, is begging the Corinthians to open wide their hearts to him, to accept what he teaches, to listen to his bold speech to them. He wants them to hear him. He loves them. He's representing Christ. He's an apostle sent from Christ. And, and he's basically viewing this battle between him and their other teachers as one of, uh, of a battle between Christ and Satan. And so what I want you to notice is how Satan works in the church. In the church. Satan works by, 
causing people to drift away from a, in verse 3, sincere and pure devotion to Christ. They start listening to other teachers, false teachers. They start to have their minds and and their thoughts uh, kind of pulled away from Christ. They might be doing a lot of Christian things. They might be attending the, the weekly gathering of the saints. They might be serving, perhaps, but their thoughts are led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. This is just like Satan. He disguises himself as an angel of light, according to verse 14. Satan knows what he's doing. He does not need to take people out of the church to influence them. He keeps people in the church, but simply leads them away from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. So, Christian, I ask you, are you able to keep this passage in mind? Can, can you think of Satan's tactics and say, that's not going to happen in my life. I am not going to serve in my church and let Satan keep me from serving with a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Some of you may be teachers in some sense, maybe pastors, preachers, Bible study leaders, uh, children's ministry teachers, whatever it may be. You might have a, a, a regular teaching role in the church. Can you do that teaching in a way that is worshipful to Christ? And that might seem like a no-brainer. You might think, well, of course, I'm teaching. Well, we'll just realize some people can go through Christian activities without being devoted to Christ. You start teaching or serving or doing some other ministry, and it becomes routine, and you start to um, kind of go through the motions. And all of a sudden, you're, you're doing so in a way that's not worship. It's just kind of habit and routine and rote. And you even start to dread it every now and then. I've got to go to Bible study. I've got to go make this meal. I've got to teach this lesson. Everything's about what we do in the church, but really the aim has has no longer become the glory of Jesus Christ. It's just getting through another task. So I want to ask you, believer, would you pray? Would you pray that this next Sunday going to church, the next time you go to a Bible study, the next time you serve a family in your church, would you pray that you can do that as an act of worship? Let this be a reminder to us. Satan loves it when we go through the motions in church. Satan loves it when we, when we forget about Christ and, and do things just kind of routinely. Would you pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, Satan will not have my service. He will not have my teaching. He will not have my heart. I'm going to go to church and be a part of the church for the glory of Christ. I'm going to go and worship as I teach. I'm going to go worship as I make this meal or bring this act of service. I'm going to worship my Lord. When I'm singing in church, I'm not going to let Satan distract me and to start looking around and to think of all the ways that I disapprove of other people's lives and maybe the music or whatever it may be. I'm not going to let Satan do that. I am going to keep my devotion on my Lord Jesus Christ. I'm doing all of this for Him. So believer, can you pray that with me? Can you pray that your devotion will not be taken away from Christ, even in the church? I hope that this really kind of serves as, as a wake-up call for you and for myself to, to keep remembering the thing that we, that we aim to do, according to 2 Corinthians 5, 9. We make it our aim whether we're alive, whether we're dead, to please our Lord. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.